Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. This is Educational Podcasting Today, the show that helps you become an educational podcaster and teaches you a little bit about podcasting and web design. Welcome, everybody. My name is Jeff Bradbury. We have a great show on tap today. We have an interview with Miss Gretchen Bridgers, an amazing podcaster, and she's going to tell you all about her network and how she got started podcasting. Today, we're also going to be looking at a few tips about podcasting, things you should do, things you shouldn't do while starting off your own educational podcasting. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? It is getting to be springtime. It is getting warmer. We are settling in here on the TeacherCast Broadcasting Network. Everything is going well. And I wanted to give you guys some updates on some things that have been going on in TeacherCast. We are re- getting ready for ISTE. We are so much looking forward to the ISTE conference. Looks like we're going to be broadcasting again this year, probably from the Bloggers Cafe, probably from a few of our vendor friend booths. So if you are going to ISTE, we are looking forward to seeing you out at Denver this year. And if not, you can, of course, check out the hashtag again, not at ISTE, and join in all the fun. It looks like we're going to be broadcasting in the morning again like we have for the last couple years. We hope that you'll have a chance to participate in all the live events we've of course been going through a little bit of a redesign i don't know if you checked out the teacher cast website recently we've been playing with things um adding some features taking away some features right now we're in the middle of deciding what we're going to do for our sidebars and for our our thirds and stuff like that so a lot of great things are happening we actually have learned how to do mamp And for those of you who are doing WordPress, you might know that WordPress is an online-only thing, but there is a platform called MAP that we've been trying out, and essentially that's doing WordPress locally on your machine. And the reason we're doing it that way is so that way we can do things a lot faster. So we're going to be doing a little bit of a TeacherCast redesign. I'm not sure exactly when we're going to be pushing it up. But uh, we have a few great little tips and surprises coming up for the website soon, and uh, we will certainly let you know when that thing goes up. Speaking of new websites and new web design, I hope you had a chance to check out the brand new website from our friend Sam Patterson, beyondthehourofcode.com. Sam just released a brand new book on programming in the primary grades, and he also released a brand new podcast called Beyond the Hour of Code, which is available over on beyondthehourofcode.com slash iTunes. It's a great show. I'm really really proud of Sam. He's getting his podcasting chops under him. And he's doing some really neat things out there in California. So check that out today, beyondthehourofcode.com. Of course, over on the Tech Educator Podcast, we've been having some pretty cool shows. We're just wrapping up Microsoft March. We did a fantastic show from Ari with Ari from the OneNote team. And last week, we had a great show all on Microsoft devices with some amazing guests. And uh, this week coming up, um, it is on Easter. We're going to be recording a show that I've been looking forward to for a while with members of the Minecraft team. And I have some very cool guests coming on to talk about Minecraft. I'm so excited about this because this is something I don't know anything about. Uh, we played a little bit with Minecraft uh, in October when I went out to the Mi- to the Microsoft uh, factory uh, out in Washington. But other than that, I have never really gotten a chance to play with Minecraft do, do you guys out there play Minecraft? I, I'm, I'm curious to know what you think. Um, certainly reach out, teachercast.net slash voicemail. You can leave me a voicemail or email us at feedback at teachercast.net. We'd love to hear from you to see what it is. Shows like this, I got to tell you guys, all comes down to user 
um, user participation, listener feedback, and I really, really appreciate all the emails and stuff that have been coming in recently giving us topics. Um, One of the topics that somebody asked for recently was to learn a little bit about LMSs, learning management systems. So April 3rd on Sunday night, we're going to be having a uh, battle, if you will, of the learning management system. So I'm trying to get some people on from Canvas, from Schoology, and of course, we'll have our Googlers here on the Tech Educator crew talking all about Google Classroom. So if you're interested in learning management systems, check that out today. Wanted to talk a little bit today about things you should not do as a podcaster. And you know, we've been podcasting now almost five years. I I keep saying 600 episodes. I think we're somewhere around there. I know I've got over 600 pieces of media or so from different uh, different varieties of shows that we've done over the years. And there's a few things that I see happening with young or inexperienced podcasters, and I wanted to talk a little bit about it today. We did put a blog post out um, somewhere in the February, late February area, and um, let's just kind of dive into it here. And I guess the first one is don't apologize on your podcast. And this is a biggie here. You know, a lot of times we see podcasters start off and say things like, oh, I'm sorry that I didn't put out an episode last week, or oh, I'm sorry that my mic is this, or I'm, I'm sorry that we're late, anything like that. I always just take the idea that a listener is listening to your show for the first time. And if you're talking for the first 10 minutes as an apology for other things, it, it's just, for me, it's just a turnoff. I don't know. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that I, I've had people say, I'm sorry, this is the third time we've recorded this episode. Well, you know what? Your listener doesn't know that. So, you know, recently I I was on an interview with somebody. Somebody was actually interviewing me, and we did a great recording. And then in the middle of the recording, we didn't know that the recorder malfunctioned. And so we did like an hour and a half interview. It was really, really good conversation that actually never recorded. And when we recorded it a second time, I said, look, here's the... Here's the best way to set this up. Let's just do it again as if it was the first time. You know, don't get on and say this is the second try of doing this. Don't don't mess around with that. Just have a great time and pretend it was the first time saying it. Just produce great content. So, that's my first universal rule of podcasting is even with technology breaking down or, you know, in in our case, a baby walks in the room, don't apologize for things. Just create great content. Just go out there and have it. The other thing I want to mention here is a rule that I tend to break often. Um, Record, edit, and post. And that's really, really important. You know, I'll be honest, this show here, and here comes the apology, this show here was actually started uh, a few weeks ago. Gretchen and I got done doing an interview, and I think I told Gretchen, yep, it'll be up within, you know, two or three days Here we are three days later. So I'm going to break my first rule of not apologizing by saying shows like this, especially when you have guests, tell them when the the release date should be. You don't have to give them the exact, but get things out right away. You know, we hear um, I'm recording this on a Wednesday night. I've already done five shows this week, and I've got two or three of them right now that are already up in iTunes and, and YouTube. I just have to put the show notes to but getting content out timely is really, really, really important. Uh, recently, I heard a story of somebody doing a podcast interview with somebody, and then after the show was over, they said things like, oh, yeah, this show will get posted in September. Generally, you want to make sure that things are a little bit more timely, you know, um, especially on a, in a, 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 if you're a weekly show, schedule your interviews, you know, every week, every two weeks. 
you know, make sure that you've got some good content flowing. If you're doing it more than once a week, more than twice a week, get your content out there. And again, I'll be honest, I've broken many, many of these. Um, whenever possible, next one here, whenever possible, have similar equipment as your co-host. Now, we all know that there's a difference between radio and podcasting. When you're listening to a radio, you're in a multi-million dollar studio with, with really, really expensive mics, and everybody basically has the same stuff. And you know, sometimes when you're podcasting, you might have different equipment. Sometimes your co-host has a different mic than you. Maybe your co-host doesn't have a mic with you. Maybe maybe things are just different, you know, different rooms, different styles. Maybe you can't find a room that's quiet, so you've got background noise. But if at all possible, remind yourself that there's somebody listening to your show for 20 minutes to an hour and if you've got two different qualities to your voices and you're going back and forth for an hour, sometimes that's really, really tough on your listeners. So if at all possible, buy in bulk. Get two microphones, share them out. Um, buy two sets of headphones, share them out. Buy recording equipment. My philosophy is if, if you've got a double podcast where you've got two, you know, two, two people on the same podcast, my philosophy is both of you guys should be recording. Both of you guys should know how to run the podcast. And I say guys, but people. But you should always try to have the same equipment as your co-host. So that way your listener has a, an even flow to the audio stream that's coming out. Audio is so, so important. And the last thing I want to talk to you a little bit about today is iTunes. Make sure that you have your feeds set up before going into iTunes. Now, once your feed is in iTunes, you know, I'm not going to say it's impossible to change, but it's you, you really want to make sure you know where your feed is. I put a couple links on the blog post I'm talking about here. You know, I, I did some screencasting on how TeacherCast has their feed going from Lipson to FeedBurner and all the different steps that we go from Lipson through FeedBurner into iTunes. And we've got it stopping by a few different locations for analytic purposes and just to make sure that we, you know, everything is set up. And it really, really is important. Again, can you change it once it goes into iTunes? Yeah, honestly, I don't know how to do that. That's why I use FeedBurner. And, and I just, I always see a lot of times podcasters get something and they go right into iTunes and then, well, what happens if they want to change something? It's really, really difficult. So before getting your podcast up, before getting it into iTunes and submitting it, just make sure you have your feed all set up. Set up for analytics, set up for SEO, set up for the future. Make sure that you know where to go because, you know, podcasting has changed recently. Apple just opened up a brand new I'm going to call it a dashboard, might be even a command center, for how podcasts interact with iTunes. And it's amazing. It's I hope it's the beginning of something really, really special. And so learn a little bit about that. Watch some of the videos on TeacherCast. Check out some of the videos on YouTube. There's a lot of things that you can do there before jumping right into the iTunes thing. There's plenty of time to play in the iTunes pond. But setting it up so that way you can get into iTunes, get into Stitcher Radio, get into Spreaker Radio, all these different platforms, make sure you know where your feed is. So there's just a few tips about getting into podcasting. All the, all the links for this and uh, links to the blog post I'm speaking of are going to be over on educationalpodcasting.tips. You'll notice that the page is just a little bit differently. As I said, we're updating our TeacherCast pages, as we say. Um, 
a little bit new header, some new fonts, some new tricks, but check it out today, and I hope you learned a little bit of something. If you have tricks and tips on podcasting, we'd love to let you in on this. Um, You can, of course, reach out to us on Twitter at TeacherCast or leave us a voicemail over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. I'd love to share your features here. And again, if you want to leave the voicemail audio style, we will certainly play it here on the show. Want to get into our interview segment today? I had the pleasure of getting to know Miss Gretchen Bridgers from our Voxer group, the educational podcasting Voxer group, where we have a fantastic conversation going each and every day about podcasting and 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 show notes and, and audio. It is really, really a nice place filled with an, a lot of amazing educators. If you're interested in joining something like that, certainly let me know. Feedback at teachercast.net. I would love to get you in there so you can be a part of our educational podcast. Community. Without further ado, here's our interview with Miss Gretchen Bridgers. Our guest today on the show is Gretchen Bridgers. Gretchen, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're unfamiliar with some of Bridget's amazing work, she is the creator of an amazing podcast called Always a Lesson, and you can find that information at alwaysalesson.com. She has a fantastic WordPress website, which we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk a little bit about her publication, her blog, her podcast, her loves and likes. But first, Gretchen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you come from? What do you do? So I was an educator for about eight years, taught in elementary school, and then jumped over to the Teaching Fellows Program with the New Teacher Project as a coach the last three years, and ever since, just been blogging and podcasting. And how did you get into all of this stuff? What made you pick up your first microphone? Well, I was blogging for quite some time, but I was realizing I couldn't help enough teachers because they didn't have time to sit and read blogs anymore. Everyone's on the go. And I heard something about podcasting, no idea what it was, didn't even listen to any podcasts, and then realized, hey, I could actually just turn my blog into an audio blog called this podcast. And so I just kind of had to teach myself. I went through a couple courses to learn all about podcasting, do's, don'ts, what have you, and still to this day am refining what I'm doing. But it's been quite a journey, and I feel so connected to my audience. They're great with you know, emailing me or sharing their stories. And I just appreciate that because that lets me know someone's listening (laughs) and what I have to share is is helping them. Let's go back to those first couple episodes. What was it like? What kind of equipment did you use? Um, You know, speak to that person out there that might be looking to get into podcasting for the first time. So I used built-in audio. You can go ahead and boo me now, but I didn't know and I didn't want to invest a lot because I wasn't sure if this was going to take off. And I had learned a long time ago that sometimes hobbies can be really expensive. So I wanted to kind of dip my toes in the water and enjoy doing it. And I realized I sounded awful. I also was sitting in a room that had very tall ceilings. So it was a huge echo. I was also scripting every single word. So I was like, okay, this is just not natural. I want it to sound like a conversation. So I did some research and just got um, a microphone that literally is built into, you know, a headset that you'd walk around with your cell phone that just sits on your shoulders and you put in your earbuds. And I haven't upgraded from there, but I am looking at your studio right now and jealous of all the equipment you have. So I might have to think about upgrading. Well, You know, we always like to ask the question on here, can you podcast for free? And I think that's an important question here. Um, What do you think? I mean, did did you, did did somebody just starting out need to go out and buy equipment? 
Well, anyone can podcast, number one. So whether you have equipment or not, just get started. And if you realize that you have a niche and people are tuning in and you're bringing value, then then start thinking about the equipment. I wouldn't wait a year, but maybe, you know, check it out for a month and see how things are going with whatever audio you have built into your computer. Or if you already have a headset, you know, try that out first and and you'll listen when you play it back on whatever software you have. Like, does this sound good enough to go out? And maybe you preface, I'm new, I'm just starting out, I'm, I'm getting the swing of things, feel free to email me and give me tips. And if you feel like it's going well, then go ahead and reach out to any one of us and ask for options for uh, materials and, and technology. There's, of course, a great Voxer group out there for edu podcasters. If you're interested, you can reach out to us here at TeacherCast, and we'd be happy to get you included in that. But Gretchen, my question to you is, you're coming up on 40 episodes. What have you learned over those last 40 episodes? Give me like two big lessons that you've learned that maybe you wish you knew when you first started. Uh, be myself and make it personal. So be myself meant I it was okay to joke or it was okay to say um or ah uh or you know, use a word that maybe not as professional as if I were writing something. And that really helps people connect with you. And then really being vulnerable and sharing some of my own pain points and what went on in my life helps them understand where I'm coming from. Uh, my uh, show is really to encourage teachers. And it's hard if they just hear me telling them what to do, but they never hear why I feel like that and, and what made me want to give that advice. So I really try to push myself to share where this pain is coming from and why I want to share it. And, and so those are my two big lessons. What kind of advice would you give somebody who maybe should we podcast? Should we not podcast? What advice do you give them? Well, if you're going to do it by yourself, you definitely want to make sure you have enough content to sit and talk for, you know, at least 10 minutes. You don't need to go on for an hour, but you could do some mini shows and see what it's like. And if you're not sure, stand in from the mirror just whatever comes to your mind, start talking. And if you feel like it's interesting, go for it. If you feel like you're uncomfortable and you really want to co-host, that's a different route because that takes a little bit of time to find someone you mesh with and what are you guys going to talk about and are you on the same page? But just get up there and give it a shot, whether you record it or, and release it or you just do it in front of the mirror. I think you should just give it a shot. Have you had those moments that many of us have where you're doing a recording and you're going, this isn't going anywhere? Yeah, I thought it was a great idea. I'm in love with the topic and it just wasn't what I wanted to release. I thought this isn't really my message, like the topic's right, but just the way I'm conveying it isn't right. And I just had to put it on pause and, you know, for a few days, think about maybe there's something else I want to convey. And there are a few just sitting in the queue that I, it's just not the right time. Um, and maybe it's the time of the year or just my emotional state, but I'll get there. But I think that's another important lesson to Talk about what you're passionate about. You can't fake it. So don't say, okay, today I want to plan and talk about this. And then tomorrow is this. And no, you got to go and feel and, and talk about what you feel. And you can't just be so rigid with it or the audience is going to tell. The podcast is called Always a Lesson. What does that mean? Why did you call it that? So it started from my blog when I would just write about all the lessons I was learning as a teacher. And I was like leading a whole bunch of teachers. And so they were like, what have you learned? That was the question I got all the time. So I realized it's always a lesson. There's never any time where I felt like I was never learning. There's always some new obstacle. So that's where the blog came from. And I just wanted to keep consistency with the podcast. Very cool. And, and the website looks great. I, I, I see that you've made it in WordPress. Why did yes. you choose WordPress as your podcasting uh, platform here? 
So in doing research, there was two platforms that mainly teachers were using at the time, WordPress and Blogger. Blogger was more informal, kind of cutesy, which was fine. And then some people that were really more website-ish were using WordPress. And I really wanted to give myself the option to grow. And at the time, I couldn't even think about having a Teachers Pay Teacher store or a podcast. I wasn't that far along, but I knew a blog wasn't going to be it. I knew I was going to add on to it. So I went with WordPress. It looks professional. Um, I've been able to write into support and say, hey, I want this widget or I want it to look like this or do this. And they've been really helpful. So I have no complaints. And since then, a lot of bloggers on Blogger have come over to WordPress. So I'm glad I made the right decision. And I want to go through, uh, uh, we're going to get a little nerdy here if you guys don't mind listening out here. But looking through your plugin list here, which is pretty, pretty extensive here, you've got a few plugins here that, that I'll tell you I'm a fan of, but I wanted to ask why you chose them if we can. The yeah. first one that I'm a big fan of, and I, I recently, maybe since this calendar you put on, Simple Podcast Press. Oh, yeah. So I am on uh, podcast websites, which is a version of WordPress, or they use WordPress, however you want to phrase it. So my podcast is hosted right there in the website. It makes it so much easier to listen to an episode. You don't have to go to iTunes. You certainly can. But if you're on my website, you can just click and listen, and it's uploaded right there, and there's not any delay of downloading. It's just really user-friendly, and it looks clean. So that's really kind of a selfish reason, but that's why I chose it. I, I, I love the menu. I love how it works. I love that it goes into other other systems like Clamor and your your it, it just really as it is. It's a simple podcast listener, and it goes along with what most people use on their on their websites, which is PowerPress. How do right. you feel about all that? And, and 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 why do you like PowerPress, or why do you use it? I just feel like you're able to customize and, and you're able to make things look uh, streamlined, and everything is e ease of use. I don't know. I just felt like, hey, this makes me feel like if I were coming to the website, I know what to do. It's easy to find. I know how to utilize stuff. And that's what I want because I don't want someone to go to my page and say, what is all this stuff? How does it work? I want you to gain the material. And so if it looks easy enough, people are going to utilize the information. Very, very cool. It is really, really neat to see your website. I love the fonts. I love the colors. It, it definitely shows your personality. Alwaysalesson.com. Certainly check it out. Uh, she's got plenty of subscribe buttons. I certainly recommend you uh, <laughs> you do so on there. there there's it, it really, really is a nice site. Before I wrap this up, I want to have you talk a little bit about your publication. Tell us a little bit about the book called Elementary EDUC 101, What They Didn't Teach You in College. <laughs> okay, so I thought four years of college was certainly going to be enough time to prepare myself for the classroom. And it turned out it was enough time. It wasn't time well utilized. And that is because all my courses were based in theory, which is very interesting, but certainly doesn't give you the tools and techniques to be effective in the classroom your first year. So after a few years, I realized I have got to share with teachers what it's really like. Pull back the curtain you know, get down nitty gritty. It's a super easy read. And some people say, God, it's common sense. Well, if I had to put it in a book, that must mean people weren't doing it or they didn't know about it. So after having lots of student teachers, I collected every question they asked me and I just put it in this book. And so you can literally read it in a weekend and feel like you get what it's really like to be a teacher, things that courses haven't showed you. Gretchen, it is an amazing book. It is an amazing resource here. Your podcast is great. Your website is great. But before I let you go, I'm going to put you on the spot with a segment that we usually call the Jersey Five. Are you interested in taking the five <laughs> educational questions that will set you up for your future? 
Oh, Lord. As long as they're not hard, yeah. <laughs> Some people think that these are torturous questions. Oh, no. Question number one. What is your favorite Twitter account to follow or favorite hashtag? So I love EduCoach, the hashtag there, um, and new teacher uh, chat because those two are ones I – you know, have met a lot of people. I love working with new teachers, so I collaborate there. But my EduCoach buddies, we coach teachers, and I need ideas on, you know, how to get better. Um, so it's a great community, and we chat on Voxer, too. So it's been great. Very, very cool. Big shout-out to uh, Jessica and Shira and uh, and and everybody there in that, that group. I love the EduCoach people. Uh, yes. Number two, favorite educational tool? Ooh, educational tool, uh, Google Docs. I don't really know if you'd say that's educational, but we use it all the time to, you know, plan our calendar of events and share educational resources. So for me, it's like my hub and can't live without it. Nice. Uh, now, now they're going to get a little bit harder. Number three, the best advice you have ever been given as a podcaster? Um, go off the record, <laughs> like don't script it out. Just start talking. It's very challenging. I want it to be perfect. I want it to sound great, but you sacrifice being a real human. And that's what people love about podcasters. So sometimes you just got to turn on the mic and go. It, um, uh, some really, um, uh, her, it, it's, um, uh, sometimes you do just have to get off the script, right? Sometimes yep. you just have to be yourself completely in there number four what do you hope your listeners take away from your show that they can wake up every day and do a great job no matter what obstacles they're facing in and out of the classroom they're there for the kids and sometimes it's hard to remember that when your vision and your auditory senses are, are filled with just negativity and so my show is to lift you up remind you why you went into education in the first place and most importantly to stay there and really leave a legacy for students. That's beautiful. Absolutely wonderful. Here's the last question. For, by the way, you're doing really well with these. Oh, great. <laughs> last question here. What is the best teachable moment you've ever had? Uh, when a student <laughs> cussed me out and I thought, I don't know how to deal with that. And I realized that I needed to connect as a person, not as a teacher to student. And so I just asked them, how are you? What happened? What's frustrating? And they were able to convey everything to me, and I feel like we got on the right foot. I swear I did not give her these questions ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Gretchen, thank you so much for showing up today and, and being on the show. I, I, I do think your show is amazing. If you're out there listening, certainly check it out. Um, Gretchen, where can people find you on your social channels? So if you go to alwaysalesson.com, you're going to see everything along top. You can choose if you like Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn, Google+, whatever. I think that's the easiest. But G Schultek, S-C-H-U-L-T-E-K, that's my maiden name. You'll find me on Twitter there, and uh, I'll respond as quickly as I can. She is a writer. She is a podcaster. She is a blogger. She is an author. She is an amazing, amazing educator to follow, and I am proud to have her in my PLN. Gretchen, thank you so much. We will be right back with more educational podcasting today. And once again, we'd like to thank Gretchen for coming on the show and sharing her podcast and her podcasting passions with us. Thank you so much, Gretchen. I hope that everybody out there has a chance to listen to her show and subscribe to her on iTunes today. You certainly are in for a good treat. She has a fantastic show and a great 
looking website using WordPress. We're going to leave you at that for today. There's, of course, several great ways that you can participate on the show. We love it when you reach us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Email us at feedback at TeacherCast.net. Leave us a voicemail over at over at teachercast.net slash voicemail and this and all of our shows can be found over on iTunes and YouTube at teachercast.net slash iTunes and teachercast.net slash YouTube. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, we would love to have you and love to feature your podcast as we did with Gretchen today. My name is Jeff Bradbury. On behalf of everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network, keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions on your podcasts.